0: live as the limousine is pulled up here to the United Center. The home of the world champion, Chicago Bulls. Tonight is the home of professional wrestling's number one program. Champions. Sweet. Hey, it's Denise <laughs> Rodman. You know, I say you call mom and tell pumps up and bats the beats. Let's say we call her not. So it's <laughs> a Sweet. And the Nothing, nothing but love for you people! New, 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 new world
1: order. The the biggest icon in wrestling.
2: It is. We're back. New Blood Rising podcast. It is a hey, s- very I... special, special episode we got going on here. It is nothing
3: clanging. There was no sound. No. <laughs> where, 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 where,
2: where? Well, I've got a plastic cup, so it's what? not going to help. Although it's yeah. a very really special plastic. I saw, it. I saw right? that. That's oh, a yeah. beautiful. Uh, where no uh, beverage has gone before. That's right. <laughs> it is now on this date, twenty years ago, on TNT. WCW unveiled Monday Nitro, which would become a staple of the, for the next six years. It would be a part of a very interesting part of pro wrestling, the Monday Night Wars. And we're here to celebrate it because it's important because Monday Nitro, for all the things that people make fun of and everything, it's a very important part of wrestling. So, for the new Blood Rising podcast, I'm William Rankin, of course, joined in this journey through the downside of WCW <laughs> by uh, Jason Kiesler.
3: How you doing, guys?
2: Charlie Stabile. Uh, uh,
0: Hey, uh. hey,
3: perk up. It's a celebration. Yeah, this is a big deal. I tell you what, Nitro, you're 20, you're not 21 yet. As we're recording this, this
2: is as we're recording this. This could change in between now and when this is obviously released. But there's been no talk about this whatsoever. And I mean, maybe we're too far away or something, but maybe at least in building up to it, you would see some more like, WCWS stuff come out on the network. It's were network.
3: talking about we're all 20 like four months out. Well, and right. I know it's still around, it, it's the company still around, but you'd think you'd want to bring this up, especially to try to pull some
2: people possibly back in.
1: Right. No, it not only makes sense.
2: You think it would have been a cool part of SummerSlam? Summer I, I, wait, you know what? For WCWS? <laughs>
1: WWE. if
2: they had done like something ahead of time like telling you hey
1: maybe if it, if it was an in your house no yeah. i think maybe uh, a, a network special yeah, a network yeah. Special. like special it's
2: very simple yeah.
1: I, you, nobody has to go one out night and buy o- anything. one
3: night only your
1: wcw and, and, and what, you know yeah. what they've done uh-huh. that I, that i've seen to my knowledge one thing the dvd release that you mentioned another thing they've added 7 months of 1997 or sorry uh, yeah, of nineteen ninety seven to WWE Network of Money Nitro. Oh have they? I, didn't know I looked it up. No last plug night. about that. No plug. And then one random episode from nineteen ninety eight uh Money Nitro. Is it the, the one?
2: The no, Go it's world? not
1: it's not even that one. It's some random one where Sting was fighting for the world title. I don't I don't even remember it. Okay. So this is what they've done. January to September of ninety seven, that's on there now. But they, the rest of the year, fuck you. And then a random date in '98. Huh, look it up uh, tonight.
2: I'll have to look that it's ridiculous.
1: Up. It's the only thing that I've seen. Other, than I the just
2: TV. it just seems unlike because now we're about from the day we're recording we're about just about what? A little, a little under weeks. two weeks. Yeah. yeah, two,
1: three weeks.
3: Yeah, two, two weeks. weeks. Two, two
2: weeks. weeks. We're two weeks out on this, and it's like you would think that you would be like, hey, guess what? On the networks, network exclusive. We're gonna have. Uh, we have DDP come in, like we always have do. Have DDP, and we're gonna talk. We're gonna do like a Nitro roundtable with like the yeah. legends on the set and everything like that. Ric Flair, Sting. What an awesome Sting. showcase is Sting. You're, you're not
1: putting Sting on SummerSlam, so no, you might no. as well put him on it's something. Not yet. Well,
2: <laughs> well <laughs> touche, my friend.
1: <laughs> that might be what happened. <laughs> I didn't even think of that, but yeah, wouldn't that just make <laughs> sense?
2: But. I so mean, of course
3: it makes sense. This is September 5th, motherfucker. So there, there, <laughs> are,
2: there are a lot of ways to tackle a, a Nitro. I guess some people might say, well, let's talk about the first Nitro. And some people are like, well, let's talk about the last Nitro. Um, I, I I don't think... You, you can't go... You're not, not going wrong necessarily with either one, but you really so got to ke- go cumulative with this. The six whole,
1: years, 52 weeks in a year. That's over 300 episodes. Yeah. yeah. So, no. like, And I'm... You can't do it. You can't do it justice in, no, in one episode. No, but we can talk about things that we remember.
2: Two things. yeah. The two big categories are your Nitro memories, and then the your night the Nitro matches that stand out to you. Now, sometimes those can bleed together. They will. Yes, and that's with fun. One that's in totally fun. We're just gonna go around here. Let's just start. Jason, throw me out something. What do you like? Nitro wise, first thing that's gonna pop into your head that you want to talk about? Jericho. <laughs>
3: I mean like 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 yeah. I Monday like night Jericho. Monday night Jericho and not just that. Like Jericho is someone when as watching WCW from the get-go for Nitro, seeing this kid come out, young, here's this young young man, as how they would plug him, he'd win. Oh god. And then smiling as the, yeah, smiling and then the night he got frustrated with his match with Ray, the banging the chair, and watching this person progress to what they did. I don't just mean it like oh it's like this is amazing. you watch someone learn and become who they're going to be. Mm-hmm. and just the, the all the stuff like because he gave us a lot of moments, just him. I mean the the conspiracy theory. Where he went to cap. they had that uh, episode in DC, and he's on Capitol Hill running oh, around that's in a right. tuxedo, but his still stupid ass haircut. That's so funny! Because yeah. Dean Malenko beat him the thousand and four holes. The thousand and the, four, four holes arm bar. What, what arm made drag. that
2: was they let they went to commercial, came back, and he's still doing. it. What,
1: what you know what he was doing in during the commercial break? Well, I forget. He was whatever the town was. He was blasting every single one of their sports teams. Every one of them? They suck. These guys yeah. suck. That's why when it comes back from commercial, and that's why it sounds like he has nuclear heat. Yeah, nice. Because he, he, nice. he immediately switched and went right back to the holds. That's, that's pretty
2: that smart.
1: And what but the little button on it that is so good is when he finally gets kicked out of the ring, he doesn't have all of his papers with him. So he's like,
2: give me my holds!
1: <laughs> and the referee hands him the rest of his holds and just walks out with the papers. He
2: was Zack Ryder in 1998 before Zack Ryder. That's what was so cool. Found and he a, got himself found over, a way him to get over without anyone doing it for him.
1: The standee of Dean Malenko. Oh, um, and how he just talked to him. Oh, God.
2: He, in a span of like, that was like, what, December to like April, I think, was his reign as cruiserweight champion. Yeah. That was the best cruiserweight run of anybody. Without a doubt. And it wasn't because of his in-ring, which was still very uh, good. His in-ring was solid. He was a great character. He yeah. was a
1: great character. He had, at the maybe of all time, the best submission move oh, you know, in wrestling. I mean, the WCW version. The WCW, the WCW version. Yes. The version that just, wow.
3: Yeah, We practiced and that in the court. The You're inadvertent, so uh, the feud with Goldberg, he tried to make happen. Yeah. And the fans wanted it. Yeah. Because and and, they I, wanted to see him get his ass kicked. They wanted to see him get his ass kicked,
1: and, and go it would have been fine, and then just no one had it. That, you, you heard Goldberg talk about it, right? No. He, Goldberg talked about it. He said the reason he didn't want to do it because he just didn't find it even remotely believable that someone like Chris Jericho could beat him. This is very you, simple. You, 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 this is very simple. You just get him injured before the match. Yeah, it's,
2: it's not know. hard. I mean, like... I, and this is why you don't
1: get the business. You, yeah. you
2: don't get it, and I maybe you're not a fan. Fine, I get it. But you know what? A lot of people are, and a lot of people have some really good insight about how to make you better. Mm-hmm. And you know what? This can make you better. Oh, that
1: made, yeah. And what did what does Goldberg do? Remember the spear that he did to uh, Jericho? He, it was it was murder. Like the he hit him full force. I mean, yeah. That's why
2: years later, I mean, it's so endearing to hear Jericho just straight up took him down in the locker room. Yeah. Yep. And everyone was like. Man, man, I like, man, god damn, you see see Jericho do that shit? Hey, Glenn, come here. It
1: reminded me of Usual Suspects, man. I didn't see it coming.
2: Oh. Well, uh, you ever read Paradise Lost? Shit, yeah, I know you have. This is like it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Shit, yeah, I know you have. This is like, fucking A right. (laughs) But,
2: um,
1: I mean, who the hell am I talking
3: to? I mean, the
2: the Monday Night (laughs) Jericho shirt, although, like, it was obviously supposed to be a gimmick, like, it's Monday Night Jericho, like, I'm so egotistical. No, no, no. That made Nitro, that was made at Must See. It was like, because you were hoping before 9 o'clock, between 8 and 9, is when Jericho would come on. So, like, all right, now I can have my complete undivided yes. attention to it.
1: Yeah, and he, he was always, and I, I wrote it to you in the email, Jericho, so, one of the few, he was so much better in WCW than he was in WWE.
2: Yeah, I, even though he he tried to reinvent himself in different ways.
1: I hated the 2008 Jericho. Yeah, <laughs> pat- you, you don't like the suit Jericho? Nick Bob no, I'm just going to be serious. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> I remember you. You were the goofiest yet most endearing heel. Yeah. In WCW, so many things. Ralphus. Yes.
3: Jacobs found him on the street. The Kenny Powers, Kenny Powers lookalike dude that was part of the security. You've seen them. There's a dude that looked just fucking like Kenny Powers in the Jericho
1: security cutoff. That would walk. It was it was Ralphus, him, and this dude. Jericho found great ways to take things from pop culture and incorporate them. In particular, um, when he. I love how this worked. He was making fun of Goldberg's ring entrance but at the same time paying an homage to Spinal Tap. Uh-huh. He couldn't find where the ring was. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah, and it was like he's doing two jokes at once. He was so creative you know, coming up with this stuff but he couldn't break through. It
3: wasn't
1: with the people no with the, Oh No, with us he was
3: through. Yeah, it was with the money people right. that he didn't and then but that's the thing though is I did not because I love Jericho so much I did not have cable for a while in 99. I was sitting at a McDonald's in Chesney, South Carolina, that night. The Raw, because I thought that was going to be Chris Jericho waiting for the that Millennium band.
2: Man, and it was, and it was amazing. Oh, it's still up there. Like it's got to be still in that top ten greatest Raw pops of all time. Well,
1: not even that, but the buildup.
2: Oh, yeah, because yeah. the because
1: the not to talk about Raw, but right. the count, a- the countdown clock was incredible because it was the countdown to the Millennium, and then you know, and they would show it every week, and then you slowly began to realize that the clock wasn't matching up with the day. No, And you figured it out for yourself, mm-hmm. as I recall. And you're like, wait, this isn't for New Year's. This is for this is this August. This is, yeah, <laughs> this is, yeah. Yeah, and, and then, uh, oh, and then it turns out this was Jericho's idea yeah. Oh, as a way to come in to the company. Jericho was just a, a fountain of good ideas. And yeah. WCW could have done so much with him. Have you
3: ever watched the unedited version? Like if you go to YouTube and watch someone's upload, when he comes out and he's standing there and he's doing his Jericho pose and he's soaking it in, you see someone's hand from the curtain to do this on the the edited version. It's zoomed in. As so it stop gloating. Or the, to come on, I mean, like, but I'm sorry. There's <laughs> that's got
1: to be an amazing like set of feelings. Oh, right,
2: a guy, the a Rock. W- you're, C- inter- w- w- guy. you're interrupting the Rock. Yeah. Yeah.
1: and this is a WCW guy. And that crowd was red hot yeah. for Chris Jericho. who has been absent for a while yeah. from television. You're right?
3: not just showing up to do a match and win something. You're getting Interrupting the Rock and it's,
1: and it's it took fanfare. Him, it took him a while to get over mm-hmm. in WWE for obvious reasons. And of course, uh, as he loves to point out, it took two storylines with two women to get him over for some reason. And Jericho did great in WWE yeah. uh, for a time. And he has that that's distinction that we always hear about with Stone Cold and The Rock. But his time in WCW, I think, is infinitely better. Yeah. Because he made it must-see yeah. TV. Yeah. So there's Jericho.
2: Throw one out. Yeah, um, Match your memory, whatever you want.
1: My first memory of Nitro, I remember watching the first episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was at my grandmother's house. And I remember... It's weird how WWE looks back on it because Vince is like, oh, I heard they were going to do it in a mall. And I was like, it's kind of cheesy. But as an eight-year-old, I thought that was kind of cool. And it was yeah. the Mall of America in Minnesota. And that's the first time I'd ever heard of the Mall of America. And every time that, that mall is in a movie now, like Jingle All the Way or something, yeah. I think of Nitro. <laughs> I, I, I I associate I that. I think of
2: Mallrats because Mallrats like, was shot mall, in the...
1: Mallrats did it yeah. too. Like, and that was
2: the same year. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All of America was hot, so I love like watching a wrestling match happen during that show while people were going up escalators. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. just like, "Man, what's all that? What is happening in the food court?" And that was a, for one hour show. That was a stacked card. That yeah, that nice. was a good card.
2: Opening match and close or opening match was a uh, Liger and Liger uh, and Pillman. Pillman yep. right?
1: Liger and Pillman. And Sting yeah. fought Flair. Yeah. Hogan fought uh, Big Bubba Rogers. That's must event. see. That is must see.
2: <laughs> <Hogan>. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no! It
1: was Hulk Hogan wrestling. On live television for free, yeah. right? He never wrestled on It's Just on Raw. the
2: opponent, I'm laughing. Oh, oh,
1: <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. But it's still, <laughs> they,
3: they I mean, there was no one else to. I get to see Hulk
1: right. Hogan fight. Yeah. He did not used to do that, like on live television during the '90s. Yeah. you know, Saturday Night's Main Events, one thing, but never saw him on Raw. Yeah, like, so you had to pay to watch Hulk Hogan. So yeah, that was great. And then Luger comes out.
2: Yeah, that's where I want to. Be- there are three names. That the first thing I think of now is Lex Luger, Rick Rude, and Medusa. Because all three had, I mean, just swerve appearances that were just like, holy shit, are you kidding? Especially the Rick Rude one. Yeah. The fact that he actually did all three promotions in the same weekend. Yeah. ECW. Because he he did ECW pre-tape. It was on Raw and Nitro simultaneously. Didn't they
3: schedule it on Nitro? He came out the same time his segment was on Raw?
2: I think they did. Because I Mm -hmm. think you could honestly switch channel and you'd see Rick Rude on both.
3: Yeah, no,
1: I remember doing
3: it. Yeah. His, his, I remember his doing his, it. I remember his promo started ring with out with DX. Uh, on, yeah. on ninth, NWO. He's surrounded by all these guys. He just goes,
1: "I remember his oh,
3: what a difference a day makes." Yeah, oh
1: my god. You want to talk about a great line in the history of wrestling that you never see repeated, like on Monday Night Wars, or uh, that talked about as a as a pivotal moment? That was a big deal. Yeah, what a difference it day.
2: So cool, and then the Medusa one is just like you took a WWF title on WCW television and you trashed it. It's like, oh, you guys are cool. Kind yeah, of, yeah, you guys are fucking cool.
1: Eric Bischoff, uh,
2: even though it's uh, it's you know, classless, it's classless, yeah. and you know, but, you but know, it, ma- it made from you a twelve year old. Yeah, whatever. It's like, cool. Hell
1: yeah, man. Yeah, Bischoff did this. Huh, he excelled in this department, uh, and he's talked about it like in that weird. Video, that interview of him in 2003. Oh, by, yeah, he was in the empty arena? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this was... And it's very true what he said. He said, I tried to make the company as different as possible. Uh, they were they were cartoony. I was going to be more real. They did live interview segments. I wanted to do pre-recorded. Those NWO segments that were in black and white are so cool.
2: Cool thing I heard about those was at National Hall, like, you know, they had their own perception and they are like, the first take... Hogan cuts it just like red, like uh, uh, um red and ye- yellow. Red. Hogan, like he's in that style, and they had to tell, him, like no, no, they had to tell him, like Hulk, oh, c- that's not this. And so it took a little bit for Hogan to mold into. His- Hogan
1: was so different. Yeah, uh, in those video packages. Oh
2: yeah, those videos were fantastic. Like I, even like when they started doing other ones, like of course it was in poor taste. Now the Sting, like when they're going down off the rafters and they cut the cord, so he. Like, yeah, of course it was in Poor Taste but before then it was like oh yeah man look at all the stuff they're doing they're yeah. crazy I mean
1: like the they the they, black and white the
2: editing I mean, so let's the, build on that let's just go like Hall and Nash appearing on Nitro is is and, and universally with,
1: with, with, the, with the curl yeah. yeah Superman Hall yeah well the curl that he had is Razor Ramon
2: I feel like we have to talk right because it's absolutely it, you can yeah. because can't... this was shock oh, I mean yeah.
1: it, it, like, like this is one thing that during Monday Night Wars, the show that they talk about as being shocking, and it actually was. Yeah, this was so strange. I wasn't aware right. of the curtain call at the time. Right. Uh, so, and I didn't even know that they left the company. But to see this, yeah, and to see them, you don't know who. Oh, sorry, you know who we are, but you don't know why we're here. And, yeah. Wow. Which leads to the jackknife power bomb uh, that they give to Eric Bischoff. Yeah. And, that looked like it killed him. Hey,
2: go yeah. and throw in like the because you wrote it. Oh.
1: Yeah. Well, I <laughs> Jackknife through that everything. Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. that's good. Tell me the the promo yeah. line. The most infamous botch of all time in a promo. Oh, oh. I don't say. I, I, to me, it's infamous. Oh, but it's, it's just big, so bad. Well,
1: uh, botchamania is the one that really like emphasized yeah. how st- stupid uh, this comment <laughs> was. That, WCW, or the big boys play, huh? Look at the adjective, play. <laughs> yeah. We don't play.
2: It, oh, uh, it was
1: almost the coolest line ever.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it was so close. Geez.
3: And then you're you're going to school the next Tuesday morning and you're like,
2: No, no, Billy,
3: that's what's not a an verb. Adjective.
1: That's a that's an adjective. Yeah. Santa Claus is spelled with an E at the end. I've seen the Tim Allen movie.
2: Spelled <laughs> <laughs> that spelling tough. This is legally bonding. <laughs> so it's like NW, what do you guys remember the NW thinks they've got Sting, and Sting comes out for the very first time in black and white. Yeah. And it's like, and if you listen to the commentary, Bischoff is so over the top. Like, don't do it, Sting! Oh, yeah. Don't do it!
1: What's he... No, he can't well, do, do it! do you
2: remember why Sting was doing this? Yes. Uh,
1: yeah, it was... Uh, they, they, was it War Games? Yes, it was. That yes. this happened The at? bogus Sting. And then there was the,
3: the Night After War Games was the Jim Morrison-style promo with his back to the camera.
0: Yeah.
3: It was awesome.
1: Yeah. Sting was basically framed... And the we as the audience, this is a wonderful play on the audience. The the audience believed that Sting had turned, but it wasn't really Sting. And Sting was so hurt by the fact that we were so fickle in our love for him that he it made him go dark. And this was so different and wild. Yes, and that Sting would do this. Sting was the WCW guy. Yeah, look at the
3: contrast too. When you watch the Monday Night War show and you see the footage where they have that TNT presser about we're gonna do nitro and Hogan rolls up on his bike and here's Macho and then here's Sting on in the pink jacket with yeah. the tassels and the sequins and the the box bleached blonde hair and then like from what he turns to and it just it, it was like someone all the joking we talk about in our timeline, someone thought this out. Oh yeah, like yeah. This is very well thought out. It's a of great, WCW. it's
2: a great moment because it seems all but certain that he's he's going NWO because th- he's rejected WCW. But then he has that cryptic. The only thing for sure about Sting is that nothing's for sure. And then leave. And then I love because then like Bischoff's like, talk. wait a minute. So he didn't join, or did but, he? But he didn't. I did not there's, join. There's such good confusion. Oh, there's, it's great. It's Really, and, cool. and he didn't speak. There's also those for record. a year.
1: A year. <laughs> yeah, the train when did he finally lost. speak? Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> Thunder. You're a dead man. You're what? a dead man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you. you? Yeah. Yeah. You're a dead man. <laughs> yeah. You ain't got no guts.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh one of the things I remember since just talking about Sting is the through 97 JJ Dillon Offering Sting all these members of the NWO to fight, and Sting would say no, and the crowd didn't want it either. I remember there was a. And the crowd loved him. the NWO. Yeah, but not that they didn't want Sting to fight. It would be like, well, you do this, and next month at insert pay per view, you'll get to fight X Pac, and Sting would know. and the, he would point his bat. Yes. And there was he would point his bat to the crowd. And there was someone's like Sting wants Hogan, and they're like, no, 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 and then Sting would leave, um, and then month or two later, we're gonna let you fight Kurt Hennig. And it's just like, no, no, no. And then finally, Sting goes out and gets a Ho- Like Someone's got like a Hogan is God sign. And Sting goes and gets the Hogan is God and points the bat at J.J. Dillon's
1: face. Mm-hmm. And then J.J. Dillon goes, you want to fight God? The thing that's so interesting about this is that when he did the blackface paint, uh, it was fall 96. They could have easily, in short-sighted booking, set up a match between those two at Starcade 96. Yep. They didn't. They set it up for Starcade '97, and Sting did not wrestle for like a year and a half.
2: He just come out and beat ass and leave yeah, at the it the third hour. <laughs> like, yeah, it was incredible,
1: like how they booked this. Yep. Like Sting, I mean, he was basically a part time wrestler before it became a thing. Yeah. And we loved it. Mm-hmm. It it kept us tuning in to see what Sting was gonna do. Was lurking in the rafters. I remember when the face paint changed
3: because he was Crow Sting, and yeah. then like. Uh, new or whoever had the rights sent them a cease and desist. So that's when you start getting the tears and the, the different running. Did you go back and I was like, wow, that I was yeah, like, really good. gonna be another
1: Crow movie. That'd be great. Hey, sit in the rafters. Sting had great uh, video vignettes yeah. uh, on Nitro with the Crow. Mm-hmm. Uh, the music was dropping awesome. down and
3: snatching up Macho Man, and
1: the way that his body uh, was when he would fall. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of wrestlers, when they come down or when they used to come down, they'd either like hold something or. Dude, like, Shawn Michaels at 12 is always what I think of. Mm-hmm. Sting's arms were always like this, and he would just go down. He looked like a lifeless body. Yeah. And this is Sting, like, one of the most energetic wrestlers of all time. And the second he'd hit the ring, bat would come out. Yeah. Yeah. He, one he, of the best wrestlers to use in revenge, because you start with the bat.
2: <laughs> just don't
1: be rough. Don't fear. D- yeah, Exactly. The don't
2: wrestle Goldberg.
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. Because you have to hit hard to block it, and you drop
2: the bat. NWO, <laughs> besides feuding with Sting, one of the best Nitro moments... Is when they did the Horseman parody because this is way before the DX parody. Yep. This thing was cutting the way like they got. Do you remember, I don't remember it? this? Oh man! It Holy was, it was, shit! It was long. Yes, it's a long ass. All right, so this is what ninety seven. This yeah. is ninety seven is when this was went... because this is so, before Henning joined the NWO. Right. So you had Kevin Nash as Arn Anderson. <laughs> the the one that's underrated is or is six as Ric Flair. He's yeah. constantly crying.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: he's constantly crying. Yeah, and, has, and they keep. Yeah, it's so good. He, yeah, he he takes off his jacket. He's like soaked. Cone and his Mongo. <laughs> and he just walks around
3: <laughs> with behind with the dog, with the dog, and just doing four. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, just four at all. The yeah, those. Are and four then three.
2: you had um. And was Buff was Kurt Henning Buff was Kurt and Hennig. he did a damn good. Yeah, Kurt yeah, he had, the, he had the he kept because he had the towel on shoulder. He had the uh, the fake ponytail yeah. and what was this what do you keep doing he was kept spitting the gum, he, he, the would,
3: gum out? he kept spitting the gum and smacking it and he would miss and he'd pull out another piece of gum <laughs>
2: <laughs> so like the promo is long as hell but when <laughs> you hear cool. like the mo- the well, um, you can't
3: talk about this promo without talking about the week before because it was a parody because it was a, a horseman par- promo where the horsemen were wanting Kurt Henning to join the horsemen and there had been all this teasing of who Kurt Henning was with and here he comes and Arn Anderson comes out because he's hurt. He's not going to be able to wrestle anymore. And he gives this, he gives Kurt, you're taking, you're not just a horseman. You're taking my spot. And he talks about how important he kept saying my spot. The now, this is, spot. This this is yeah, the enforcer, This is not just any spot. This is my spot. He rambles on about the spot for five minutes, which is now where you cut to Kevin Nash as, as Arn Anderson, liver spots on his head, carrying a styrofoam cooler. <laughs>
2: With beers <laughs> and a gut. And he's talking about, you know, like, when he goes to town, he, man, sometimes i just going to get trash at the bar. <laughs> and he does all this stuff. It's very cutting towards Arne Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, he jokes about rambling yep. as he rambles. Yes, he does. And he, um, oh, God, he, it, he the, does the my spot.
3: The, the, he, goes, he goes, this is not, this is not just any spot. Not a dog spot, not a liver spot, but my spot. And then, like, Buff as Henning and him, they shake hands in this hammy handshake for like a minute. Just cheese grinning like a freeze frame at the end of a. Sitcom. It's
2: it's it's really funny to watch. It is it's way longer than the Nation DX one. Like yeah. the Nation DX one is very nice and compact, and you get in, yeah. you get out, and everything. And they do obviously more parody when they did them. They parody the McMahon's down the, the road, the Corporation, yeah. yeah, the Corporation as well. They did all. This one was so good. And what's the the bummer is that like I. Well the interesting thing is backstage like the horsemen were incensed they as were they so pissed. Yes. And I think Flair was even more pissed because it was like they didn't get a rebuttal that night. They get a, they didn't get a chance to answer it Into the
1: nation. But it was
2: <laughs> it was so good because it just showed that like like in a way like man those NWO guys and they're cool as shit aren't yeah, cause they? Yeah cuz they're you? not like they're <laughs> not just like we're going to
3: beat you up and run. It was like we are going to embarrass you. Yeah. We're going to do stuff. We're going to make
2: fun of your weight, the fact that you're old, yeah. you're crippled, but you still think you have a spot, and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. hey, we're, we're going like, to hurt Jesus. you in ways that don't heal. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, match wise, just to kind of mix it up for a oh, second. Oh, one more moment. Yeah. About
1: one more. The Rey Mysterio long
3: dart. Well, <laughs> that's that's going into some of the, the, the chaos, yes, because that,
1: that yeah. looked devastating. <laughs> yeah. Poor thought wrestling was real for sure. <laughs>
3: well,
2: Kevin So Nash. did the people in that neighborhood, because if I'm not mistaken... They called the cops. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, they called the cops. You see Macho Man running. They're like, Macho, after them. I
3: was
1: like, no, Macho's going to talk to the cops. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Was <laughs> that a nitro when, when Macho jumped on the limo? And, uh, could he's be. on top of it, like, yeah. uh, dirty hairy. <laughs> 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 but, yeah. Anyway, so, so matches
2: match wise like um, one of the first big ones that sticks out my is when Lex Luger beat Hogan for the belt on Nitro it's huge right?
1: remember Randy Anderson <laughs> <laughs> he grabs his head yeah. like they it's can't so him. weird he's like yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I'll have to send it to you. It's <laughs> unbelievable how ridiculous he's acting. And I can't believe it. he gave up, <laughs> idiot.
2: <laughs> All you to do is just Hold pass on. out. Hold on a minute. I, I, we're gonna we gotta post that. <laughs> no, no fucking way. Yes, yes, sir, <laughs> Mr. Actor, man. We both come from this. We, we've been we've been on similar streets. <laughs> we've been down some of the same roads. Oh I'm God. gonna gift this. All right, so. <clears throat> This is, we're going to get Charlie for you doing a reenactment of Randy Anderson finishing the match. All right. All right one, go. One. Oh, wait, he gives up.
1: He's got him in the rack. He, he's got him in the...
0: Oh, That's <laughs> <laughs> what he did. Hell it's yeah. It's what he did. It's
2: perfect. Yeah. The, that, okay. that will be gift... And that will come out on the uh, on the our day, 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 day of the fight. To you, just yeah. oh. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, now you look but, like Doc Brown. How and cool it? Because remember we talked about in the Hogan episode that Hogan didn't lose mm-hmm. and didn't lose like this ever. No, up to this point, really. We, well,
1: it, there's a receipt. Yeah, right. Well, right. I mean, in a week on yeah. Nitro, right? Yeah. Right. Oh
2: my God, it it was just neat because they really and they do it up nice. Everyone comes out, they they, they pump up Luger, you know, they Pick lift him them up. up. Yeah, I mean, it's a. It's a cool moment because, to be honest, Lex Luger moments few and far between after this.
3: Well, WCW moments as not non-NWO is bad because this is where the, the, the NWO was just killing them. Mm-hmm. And if you were someone that that had a chance against the NWO, chances are you
1: joined the NWO. Mm-hmm. And um, cruiserweight division, like this was new. This wasn't something that you saw in WWE. You got any matches that stick out from that? Like Uh, good ones? Any matches between um, Hooventude and Rey Mysterio. There you go. Uh, Yeah, This is the first time we saw Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio was so fast, so Mm -hmm. quick, and never had seen anything like him in mainstream wrestling, WWE, Mm -hmm. WCW. And like I said when I sent it to you, I truly believe he made the lucha libre style of professional wrestling accessible to mainstream audiences. He had a cool mask, he had a great look, and he had a great move set. But he also had great opponents. Yeah. Wow. And the, yeah, the people that they always paired him with in those opening matches, because that's the thing, as I recall, is that cruiserweight matches tended to open the show. Yeah. And they which were,
2: we've kind of seen. Yeah, in our time but we're... the
1: cruiserweight division during the 90s. Oh, night and day different. Dean Malenko. Yeah. Like yeah. his matches with Dean Malenko. Psychosis. Uh, Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko. Yeah. Their Cruiserweight division was so good and so cool and it's so varied. And then, you know, that turns out they pulled these guys from. Mexico, ECW, and
2: here, here's kind of the weird thing. Psychosis. At the same time, like they showcase a lot of good ones. They killed so many good cruiserweights by giving like they made so many good ones look like shit. Like I joke about, and and I, we've all joked about a lot of these guys. Super Colo, L. Davey. Yes. These were actually really good wrestlers. Yeah, we make fun of them how they look in WCW, but if you go back and see some of their stuff before then. They look like monsters, What mm-hmm. the stuff they're doing. That's the one downside It's never talked about. Well, they showcased a lot of good cruiserweights. They buried a ton of others.
1: Well, yeah. on the flip side of that, okay, so they took these cruiserweights, these new guys, and they moved these other guys aside or didn't showcase them enough. Don't worry, they're going to kill these guys, too, because yeah. what there was that period of time where they took the masks off.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Hoovy had to take his mask off because it was a stipulation in match he had with Jericho, which was right. some of the... Funniest stuff oh, yeah. that Jericho did. Yeah, yep. you know, like some like all the jokes he, about his face. You know, and Houdini's not a bad-looking guy, but the, according to Jericho, it's sloth. <laughs> so, well, Houdini also looked like he was twelve, just like Ray. Yes, and he did.
2: When Ray took the mask off, was the next thing you're going to say is probably uh, Ray, the worst. When,
1: Ray took the mask off, and this is something that WWE wants you to forget. Uh, there, uh, it's not, in, you hardly see any footage of like filthy animals or shit like that yep. in WWE footage. Um, other matches. Um, Let's I talk know. about when Goldberg first showed up. Yeah, you talking okay. about the, When he, the when he Hugh fought Hugh Morris. Morris. Go, guy's
3: already in the ring. Here comes the Dungeon of Doom music. Here's the laughing man, Hugh Morris. Oh, he's mm-hmm. going to beat this guy. Oh, that's a big-looking guy. It's over. That's a big That's a big dude. How about... No,
2: no, all right, so I'm right in not... that same territory. Because it's, it's in the beginning. You remember when Regal fought Goldberg on Nitro? And it's yeah. the most... Inf- it's like this, this infamous oh, match where it's like... Regal was shooting on him. Regal is trying to make him Let's look bad. Let's see if he can
1: have a match that's longer than two minutes. Right, and, and he couldn't. Regal.
2: I take Regal's side, in this a hundred percent. I do too. He tried to tried to test him and work him, and it's like, no, you may, you try to make him look bad. You're fired. Get out.
1: No, he slowed that. He slowed down the pace of a Goldberg match, um, and that's solid. Hugh Morris, not not a fan, not at all. But he made Goldberg look strong. Yeah, like, he really. Especially did. when you
2: saw him get jackhammered, you're like, yeah, whoa. And this Fuck.
1: and this was the beginning of uh, the streak. Yeah, and it was that was another reason to watch Nitro to yeah. see if if he was going to lose. Because I tell was
2: him. A, what I was no. a, like, and I love some of the weird circumstance. Like you had him beat Haku. Or, I'm sorry, Ming Eng? and the Barbarian, who like well, wait 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 these guys like who Ming is by far like if wrestling were real everybody's dead but Ming <laughs> Ming would kill <laughs> yeah, Ming would have killed everybody. Yep. And he probably would have uh, have a small Hulk on his backpack and go raise him to be a big Hulk or something like that. It'd be Jeez. some fucked up thing like that. Way to pull but it out. The thing is, that's cool. Uh, where some of the weird circumstances you throw Goldberg in. Well, well, let's see what he does in a three-on-one. They would do that. And I was like, cool, why not? So they would try and step out of it. The one that you mentioned that does get some play when Goldberg beat Raven on Nitro. You don't he, talk about it anymore. They, now, that was so that was cool. huge. Because... It sucks that Raven only got the belt for less than 24 hours because he beat DDP at that showed the night before at stampede. Yeah, right. But then to see Goldberg, like, just... It's not even systematic. He just kills everybody one by one as they just uh, try and onslaught him. Mm-hmm. He just destroys this is the entire a, This flock. is
1: interference that works. Yeah. yeah. Because it made Goldberg look so strong. Yeah. And Goldberg Spear, Jack Cameron wins the U.S. title.
2: Now, another one you mentioned, I think you mentioned it too, that... Um, this never gets talked about. Everyone talks about Goldberg and Hogan. What's neat, Scott though, is Hall. he had to wrestle Scott Hall yeah. earlier, who had been gone for and a little bit. And they don't say that. Yeah. And that was a stiff. Holy cow, what a good... He had to beat him. That was him. a stiff. Oh, it
1: wasn't God. like... It was bad enough Goldberg fought Hogan on Nitro. What's worse, and I don't know why, I, WWE loves putting WCW down. This is a perfect opportunity. This match wasn't even booked leading up to Nitro. This wasn't even a, a certainty. This wasn't even an option yeah, it wasn't like you were at school that day going, guys,
3: Goldberg's going to wrestle Hogan, and or even Goldberg's going to wrestle Scott Hall, and if he beats him, he gets to wrestle Hogan for the belt.
1: No. Yeah. So, I think Nitro, this is when they were coming on an hour before Raw.
3: It is yeah, still, right?
2: yeah, 8 to 11. 7
1: to 7. I was sick off my ass, work, uh, and I was uh, at my grandfather's house in Massachusetts, and I'm like, okay, I'll watch first hour of Nitro, and then I'll watch Raw. I watched Nitro. I watched the whole thing. It's a great and episode. It's one of the best. And so they go, Goldberg is going to fight Scott Hall. And if he beats Scott Hall, he's going to fight Hulk Hogan later that night for the world title in the Georgia Dome. Yeah. This was a Nitro that took place They in the did Georgia WrestleMania Dome. 30
2: where, where, on Nitro. Right.
1: Where we went to see WrestleMania 27 is the same place that this Nitro had. And you also
2: have to keep in mind, from what I remember like hearing about Nitro booked in the Georgia Dome, like you, you it would be they had to siphon off like, it the,
1: doesn't matter,
2: but no, I think it, this is one circumstance where they didn't have to because yeah. they had that many right. people want to see.
1: This it. is like a 80,000 I, be, I
2: bet they only seat. had to do maybe a quarter of it. And you well, would have had to been turning people. The, attendance, to was, this shit.
1: the attendance was thirty-five yeah. thousand. Uh, yeah, which is about half. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. This is a this is a nitro. This is huge. Yeah. Thirty-five thousand people in an eighty thousand seat. Uh, dome for pretty much any event is pretty bad, but for Nitro, this was the biggest show of all and, time.
2: And the the finger poke of Doom one in Georgia mm-hmm. is close to that number yep. of people, which is another. Is that the dome also? Yeah. Yes, that was supposed to be big. Oh, but <laughs> <laughs> I no. love. See, those are some of the Goldberg moments that I really, really enjoyed. And, and I was the, so excited. And I, what's funny is, is it's not a match, but it's a Goldberg moment that lives is still the best. Is Steel plate. Bret Hart. Oh, uh, I'm going <laughs> to get you on this one. Hitman edition. <laughs> Son of a <the> bitch. <laughs> yeah. got a way to get you over. little it, bastard.
1: It's one of Bret's better moments. Uh, one of his few good ones, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that happened on a Nitro. So good. And uh, didn't What's know wrong. why Goldberg was knocked out from, this, from spearing. I mean, he's like Paul Orndorff doing the pile driver and <laughs> hurting his neck. But yeah, Bret Hart stands up. You know what oh, so also is good? Up.
2: The commentary is like,
1: Oh! Yeah. The commentary yeah. totally the just man. marks they out. They crowded it. They were like, yeah. Oh! I oh. The if they knew about it. I, I probably it. did. The, the reaction to it is really strange. And yeah,
2: Brett pulls out that steel plate, and it's like, Oh, yeah. Shifting gears. Two matches that kind of go, like, one thing that's not talked about a lot, like, when you talk about Ric Flair's work rate, when did it start to kind of drop off? Like A lot and. We still saw him in 2002 he has a great match with Taker that we love to talk about. Oh, 2007
3: match with Sean. Yeah. Jesus.
2: 1997 Flair has an amazing year of great matches. Two big ones that stand out, him and Savage on Nitro and him and Eddie Guerrero. Mm. Have a bust ass match that really showed that what Eddie Guerrero could do cuz we talk, we know what he can do with the cruiserweights cuz we just mm-hmm. talked about it. What was neat was to see like that how much Rick Flair had in the tank cuz even by 97 people were like, "All right, yeah. You're done, man. Like it's time to kind of move on, but to have, especially the one with Savage as well, because God damn, like we remembered what WrestleMania Eight had that build, but mm-hmm. they had a, their, their feud in WCW was so cool because Liz actually went with Flair.
4: Mm-hmm. That <laughs> was so
2: cool. They that's that was one that was fun. Like kind of going through and re- like go, looking up stuff for this and stuff. I was like, sure. oh man. I had forgotten about. I like
3: it. how they, it's kind of like they went. Oh, hey, guys, these two have wrestled one-on-one before, and it was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, do it again. Oh, let's put it on free TV.
1: Yeah, that's another one. Um, not really memorable per se, but memorable because I was there for the Nitro from, I think, 95, uh, or n- might have been early 96. Only memorable for me because the main event was Hogan and Savage versus Arn and Rick, uh, which is a
2: huge that's main funny.
1: event for a Nitro, Yeah, yeah. which is a, <laughs> a recurring thing that you're going to see. But yeah, and of course it ended in a DQ. I, yeah, I think no Hogan, one's <laughs> Hogan dropped the leg on Arn, I think. Yeah, and, uh, of course.
2: We're yeah, not build great. on that because it was again something both of us and some other people, because we're gonna get once we get through a lot of ours, we're gonna bring up some of the people that have written into us as well. We had so many. We had to kind of mm. narrow it down so that we can make them all on the show. But um, uh, Nitro always ending...
1: Oh, we yeah. gotta go! See, yeah, okay,
2: so let's talk about that, because that's what I was about to talk about on the,
1: on the other side of it, which is the way Nitro started and the way Nitro ended. Nitro always started like two or three minutes before the time it was really to Right, it was so smart and clever. And then the way it would end, it had to be at 10. There was no going over the time like WWF would do. Yeah. And the way they always booked, it was like a fucking season finale of Dallas. Where, <laughs> where it was like, oh, who shot JR? Oh, yeah. shit, it was all a dream. Yeah, every single episode. The one I always remember is when Sting fought Hogan for the title on Nitro back in early 98. Sting hits the stinger splash. We're like, <gasps> and, then, and then it folks, then We, gotta, we go. gotta go. We're out of time. Yeah, and here it is. And
3: what was always with it? Mortal Kombat the series is up next. It was Mortal Kombat the series or Robin Earth, Show or the Babylon 5 spinoff. Like, they were like, TNT's like, man, we got this popular lead in. We are literally going to lead in to this. It was literally Fade Black show. Yeah. People at work that, that I work with now that don't watch wrestling now, I was just talking to them about it because I was excited about this show. And there are three people that I worked with immediately that went, I was growing up watching that. And separately, it's like they all sat together and they were like, man, one thing I remember is like, because everybody was young, it was like, it was bedtime. Once wrestling was over, I had to go to bed. And I used to hate it when I would hear, fans, we got to go. We're out of time. And I just started laughing because it was like so
1: many people. I'm glad people remember it. Yeah. Because it sucked. And it was actually like, it was like one of the first times that I began to really not like WCW. Because yeah. it felt cheap. They because they would do it at w- bad times. Right. And when they would come back the next week on Nitro, there would hardly be any payoff for yeah. it. For anything that happened. They like, wouldn't and tell And it ended in a schmoz.
2: With the NWO, that was always the ending was, if you were in a match against the NWO, or or could be anybody, could be two Cruiserweights, and the NWO will still run in, and WCW guys run in, trash hitting the ring. Yeah. It was, always a, it, it was always, it almost ring. became a competition. Nowadays, now it's, we are awesome, we're crowds, and we're going to be smart and chant shit, we're going to try and outdo the other crowd. The crowds back, and those the way they outdid other crowds was who could throw more crap into yeah. the ring,
1: and, and yeah, and creative stuff. I'm going to yeah. set this yes. bag of poop on fire and throw
3: it at Scott Hall. Still, Scott Hall getting nailed in the head with that cup of soda or yes. beer or That's piss it. or whatever it was. Still, I love of...
1: loaded cups. that got <laughs> thrown into the ring. Yeah, yeah it was, holy smokes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, how about <laughs> how that, that period of time of about a year, year and a half. When every single episode of Nitro seemed like they were introducing a new member of the NWO. Yeah.
0: yeah,
2: That was like, kind of like your which, 90s. Which is a
1: great lead-in mm-hmm. to Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah. Which was one of my favorite moments in all of Nitro. Because as much as I like Sting, I remember when I started becoming a DDP guy during his mid-card United States title run. Yeah. And this was something I did not want at all. NWO was... They were heels, but they were popular with our current age group or college age kids, stuff mm-hmm. like that. But we, you know, we were a little younger. We were still like, "Oh, WCW, don't die!" And then here's DDP, and they they're gonna try to turn him. And it yeah. makes sense because
3: he was a bad guy. He was a yeah. bad guy,
1: but he was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. smoking in the ring, smoking with a cigar, had a lady with him, made her do shit. I, mean, you That's see cool. it. misogyny. Yeah, but Catch. the way he did it, it was so. It was it was different than the way you saw it in WWF. The, mm. There was something really trashy about the way he did it, yeah. and the fact that the woman he had was um, Kimberly. She was so hot, like, yeah. and just you, you could not imagine them together. And yet he had her. Uh, there was something about it that was just infuriating. But then when he started to have his face run, where he was the People's Champion and stuff, that was that was great. But the moment where he's in the ring with Hall and Nash, and they offer him the NWO <clears throat> shirt,
3: mm-hmm.
1: puts it well, on. He puts it on. He shakes, was, is it Scott Hall? He shakes Scott Hall's hand and Kevin Nash turns around like, yeah, and the crowd's pissed. And he pulls him in for the diamond cutter. That crowd
3: exploded. And he yeah. ran up into the crowd and got into the crowd and then just rips the shirt off. And those people around that crowd, because it was like, this guy is the people's champion. Yeah. yeah. And it's let's perfect. talk about
1: that too. WCW always had horrible, other than the NWO shirt, horrible t- t-shirt fucking designs. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Except for the NWO shirt and that one DDP shirt. First one. The, the, the blue one that yeah. you could do as a costume in Revenge. Yeah. Mm. What a cool shirt.
2: On top of the DDP NWO one I put right up there is him as Leparka. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. So good. Even though you're like, well, parka has got a lot taller. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. I kind of Kurt Russell. Well, kinda what the hell's <laughs> under the hood there? But him against Savage, you're like, oh, Savage is going to kick this guy's ass. Yeah. Like, no problem. And and it's it, like, when it gets past two minutes, you're like... What's going on? And then when he breaks out that diamond cutter and he pulls it off, it's like, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> so cool, so cool. Because I've never seen. Then again, I've never seen anybody pull that off since. Yeah, not really. Like, no, the Miz, like, remember, the Miz is the, the Calgary Kid. Kind of, kind of, but not as high profile as okay, I. Well, no. <coughs> Uh-oh. All right, so um, promos. Guys, what mm-hmm. promos? We talked about the NWO as the Horseman promo. Are there any other promos that stick out to you, as like you know, on my Nitro that are memorable? M-
1: mainly vignettes. Uh, Raven, Raven's promos and his little vignettes were very interesting. It was a very different character, and and that leads to the whole flock thing, right? Uh, which was weird. Like it was just like, that was the first time we saw Billy Kidman <clears throat> and the shit Raven would say. You know, Not
3: the first time we saw Billy Kidman. Kidman was first He was around before. First time I saw him too. But he yeah he was around. Yeah. He was around and then it was that was when Raven was going through and was beating the shit out of like no names like he he took Buff's forgotten partner. <clears throat> and Scotty, Riggs? Scotty Riggs. Scotty Riggs. Scotty Riggs and Buff were the American Males and one American Buff, Males right. And then when B- Buff comes running down to the ring and Scotty's with him thinking they're going to fight the NWO and Buff joins the NWO. Best He looks at his hands and then looks at Scotty and Scotty says no and they beat him up. Scotty just kind of went nowhere. And then he has that one match with Raven. Raven takes out his eye with that dry co right. to the chair shot and then he... That was like, other than Saturn and Stevie Richards, that was the first member
2: of the flock. I do love in wrestling that when I just destroy you... I I might oh, as well join you. Can't
1: beat him. Join him. I mean, that's that's the whole mentality. He, he
2: look, broke people down look, and used his
1: mind. The flock was a weird stable. I love. Them. I only remember. I only remember them really because of, of revenge. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you, you got Sick Boy, Reese's. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Sorry. Um,
2: Lodi. Lodi. Yeah. Uh, what,
1: what, what, um, what,
2: Sick Boy and Riggs. You got did you Riggs and, and. I would get Raven Sick Boy and Riggs confused it. a lot.
1: Yeah. And. Perry Saturn. Perry Saturn
2: Billy Kane. There Peter. we go.
1: And This is one of the unsung angles in Money Nitro. Uh the the feud between the Flock and Perry Saturn. Yeah. Which was so good mm-hmm. cuz Perry Saturn I, he's really underrated. If you've only if you only know him from his WWF work, uh, that's not No, it's Perry 30. Saturn. No. Yeah. No, the Death Valley Driver. Yeah.
2: yeah. You know, the Rings of Saturn it was Rings so Saturn. cool the first time he broke it out. Yeah.
1: His matches Man. with Raven were great but the promos were good. Yeah. That was solid work.
2: Promo-wise, like the first one was I, abuse of power. Yeah. Rick Flares in Greenville That's just down one. the road. That was, was a big deal.
3: Holy smoke. Because the, 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 A building they were in had been open three days that first week because that was the first week that that building was open. 1998. Janet Jackson, Travis Tritt, Pearl Jam, Monday Nitro. That's big, man. Those
1: last two are really good. Yeah, but I mean, if you think about I mean,
3: like, at the
2: time, that's not even, that's huge that's stuff. Huge.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I asked, I, when I was talking to Mike Mooney, I was like, man, what makes you pop? Because you've seen so much stuff. Yeah. And you've written, so, what, made, what made you pop the most? And he said that. That promo made him pop the most because, because you know, obviously Mike Mooney had good friends with Ric Flair. Like, you know, sure. they've, at the time, like, so much of that shit was real, and you could see it coming out of Ric Flair's eyeballs. He probably had another poor man's... probably had another heart attack backstage. He was so impassioned by it. But it, damn good promo. Solid, solid one.
1: Not that these are good promos. I always remember Nitro, in very much the same way Raw starting off with oh, authority. Yeah. Nitro starting off, not just with the NWO segment in the ring, but with Bischoff. Eric Bischoff. And... and Bischoff's and how ridiculous it would get and and like I said like his ridiculous appearance when I meant by that was his hair He had great hair that he dyed Yeah, but then he would shave it off and grow a goatee mm-hmm. It seemed like overnight. Yeah, and, mm. and and the stuff he would talk about You know, I always remember the motorcycle.
3: Yeah uh, king of the world. Yeah,
1: it feels so good to be king I think they had been behind in the ratings for a while when they did that one, but it was It was just grating Mm-hmm. You know, that Eric Bischoff who was as far as we knew like Vince McMahon was like on commentary before we knew that he actually ran the place um, and these, these these weren't good yeah and, and with Hogan in the ring with them and, and them gloating I had a first hand account of the abuse of power Oh, yeah? Yes, because
3: a a lot of people that I talked to were there. I mean, it was here. Yeah. So a lot of people were there because that was the night the horsemen reunited where it was Flair, Arn, Dean, and Chris Benoit.
1: That was a great horseman. Right.
3: And the commercial, it goes to commercial during the Flair-Bischoff confrontation. And Bischoff's leaving, and Flair, from the person that was there, is in his face. This is the same guy, mind you, that wrestled Benoit in a dark match. He said but they gave him the shitty ready-to-rumble seats, apparently. Quote, quote. Uh, said, but you could hear Flair just, like, swearing and, like, real hating on Bischoff. And that to the point where Arn was, like, not, like, wrestling holding back. Arn's like, don't, don't. Like, don't do this. No. Like And he said that the crowd was just feeling that. And it was this whole sense of you didn't know. It was real, te- like, real story, whatever. He's like, that crowd, if Flair would have jumped Bischoff, that crowd would have just probably gone crazy. And,
1: and oh, the God energy
3: damn. level, people would have started fighting. Yeah. Kind of thing.
1: Um, we're still talking about promos. Scott Steiners. Oh, man. On, on Ric Flair. And, w- and oh. telling people to change the channel to watch Stone Cold Steve Austin. And calling Ric Flair an old bastard. Just,
2: Dick Flair. Yeah, that's not Dick. him. That's somebody else. But that's Shane Douglas, I think, right? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But, but
1: <laughs> the fact that they didn't cut his mic... Yeah, they just let him go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They and, just handled that after the film. Oh, they did. Yeah, accordingly. But he, he came back. Um, that I remember that promo. Because I think I had switched to Nitro just to see what was going on. And I caught that. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I will go back <laughs> and watch Raw. Yeah.
2: Celebrities and Nitro. Woo! Mm. Pretty cool stuff. Um Kevin uh, Green. <laughs> Well, Red- that's Reg- no, that's
1: White. the first
3: one I remember. Yeah, Reggie White wrestling for uh, the
1: church that got burnt down. Um, of course, but, the big one, the, 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 ba- the big one, Rodman, Dennis Rodman, who fit in with the NWO He's so like a glove. well, perfect. It was like he had always been there. He's, he fit in better than Nasty Nick Hogan. <laughs> uh, this this story that hit the paper uh, like the following day, which was so cool that. Dennis Rodman had skipped Chicago Bulls practice.
2: Michael Jordan. Chicago Bulls. Michael practice. Jordan the yeah,
1: greatest yeah. Chicago Bulls. <laughs> Jordan Pippen, Ever! Rodman, where are you at? Yeah. To go to Monday Nitro to hang out with Hulk Hogan and, and work an angle. Great stuff. And then it comes back with Carl Malone. To set up really other than Starcade ninety seven, what well, was probably the biggest show that they that they did that wasn't like Nitro, Mm -hmm. yeah, that 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 was cool stuff. Jay Leno, the Jay Leno thing. Did Jay Leno actually come to Nitro?
2: No, I don't think he did. But they did. Hogan
1: went to the Tonight Show. Mm -hmm. I remember watching
2: it. Yeah, I mean they did broad. They broadcast the bit on Nitro that Mm -hmm. they showed up on the Tonight Show and they worked the angle and everything. And um, they no, he never actually showed up. But Kyle Busch,
3: hmm, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. NASCAR racing guy. He was a member of the NWO. To Mark Martin. Mm -hmm. Who was the WCW, WCW driver. friendly yeah. driver who had the WCW card? <laughs> Good lord!
2: Um, what were some of the other? Do they have any other like really uh, ones that stick out? Promos? I'm sure. Our right. celebrities, oh, so.
1: celebrities! Oh, celebrities! Um, well, celebrities. Shaq, but Shaq wasn't there for night. I remember
2: a, Shaq being at Beach, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? But he yeah. wasn't there for night.
1: The dinner in the movie, guys. But that was a thunder. And a and uh, <laughs> I. I, I, was I, the I, dudes. I used to love
2: oh yeah it was great and
1: that was fun um, beans and cornbread
2: yeah beans the song beans
3: and cornbread yep.
2: yeah one thing I I distinctly remember about Nitro that Ron never did the Panama City show with it outside mm-hmm. it looked so much fun They when they would do that even though like I'm sure that was a shit show for financial I don't think yeah. it, I think it was, it was a it free show. It, was yeah. it was on spring break it looked, it looked so like much party. fun someone was going Sting in the Sting comes out of a helicopter yeah. to descend to the ring oh my the god ring. the budget <laughs> oh
3: my god it looks like well they like, didn't have to rent an arena
2: that's true too Just looked really cool it was very like, they would do that I think they did that every year Up. that was the final Nitro too it was outdoors yeah, yes it right? was yeah. and, and they, did, they
1: did not plan that but that fit
2: perfectly it did It yeah. really cool so I thought it was, that was kind of neat Um,
1: what other ones you guys got Any... well I don't want to get to the bad stuff yet because like, I, I like talking about the stuff that oh, yeah. Nitro did that was fun sure um, uh, not that this is a bad thing but it is funny the opening Nitro video from the original Nitro, uh, <laughs> with all the wrestlers doing their shit and posing, and then there's Vader doing the, Whoa! and it, <laughs> Vader never wrestled on Nitro, mm-hmm. never, nope. never mm-hmm. talked on Nitro, never did a promo. Um, I believe he was, I think he was fired uh, prior, if not at the time he was on suspension. He, he was got on fired suspension? after. Oh,
3: okay, he was on, sus- um, and then he was- some of the feuds. That still carried over to Nitro, which I love because this goes back to the part of it to the fans. We got to go; we're out of time. But we talk a lot about Sting and Hogan, the Steiners versus the Outsiders. Yeah. Over that time period, '97 and the beginning of '98. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, the title changed hands on the pay-per-view, but there are two nitros where the Steiners beat the Outsiders for the belt, and it might as well. I mean. It had the, the feeling, I was, I remember it, we were, all of us that were watching, there was like six of us, I mean, we are just kids, but still, it was like, this is, we're just screaming, we're hoping it happens this time, and it, you know, and it does, and this is right to the, the one I'm talking about in particular, is the build up of Scott turning, because this was on a run where Scott was getting all the wins. See,
1: that's what I was going to ask, did he turn on, I remember when he turned on Rick, but was that a nitro? I don't. I think it was a pay per
3: view when he turned. Okay. up okay. I don't remember. Because I remember that but was shocking. Because it was like they, there was it was there was a time period built for it. It wasn't just all of a sudden. It's because Scott was getting all the wins. He would win all the time.
2: Jeremy, isn't there a time period LOD or Road Warriors were back? They were back briefly before mm-hmm. they. But were they appeared. never fought the Steiners.
1: I'm trying.
3: That was
2: I, a match I, cannot, I always wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I cannot remember for the life the of me what they Brothers did. Brothers were a great tag team. Man, yeah. They really, this is a
0: story of two brothers. brothers. Rick and Skies. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, like their WWF stuff is and not. Is, no, uh, like WrestleMania 9, that's it. They have the match of the card. The match that nobody talks about as a great match. They, when they fight the head shrinkers, yeah. that fucking Frankensteiner that he gives oh, yeah. <laughs> to Fatu, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, their WWF stint was horrible. But their WCW stuff as a team, really sticks out. Yeah. Yeah. Re- re- really dig their work.
2: One, it's it's over the saddest of circumstances, but arguably the best Nitro match ever is Brett and Benoit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. It's so
3: good you have
1: it twice on the list.
2: Man. I know. <laughs> well, do you remember... That's a promo.
1: The night after Owen died. Yeah. Uh, Brett came out, cut a, uh, one of those pi- promos like he did for Piper. And it, I, I remember the, the end of it was... Um, I don't know where I go from here. I don't know what I'm going to do, and he disappeared for a while. Yeah, he did. And yeah. I remember not knowing whether or not he was going to come back. And then that match with Benoit,
2: holy smokes. is
1: an absolute classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and definitely Bret's best match in WCW. Yeah, and he handpicked Benoit for that, and they did it at Kemper.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. uh,
1: which was very cool, and it's a great image of Bret like pointing yep. up uh, after the win. Yeah, definitely. Of the shittier times of WCW, that is a diamond in the rough. Oh That's yeah, absolutely. It's
2: the, arguably still their bed, the best Nitro match. Mm-hmm. Best oh, to tell. Poss- yeah.
1: possibly,
3: yeah, um, definitely. Talking about we did uh, commentary, not just commentaries, but like just one of the ones you had on the list about Zabisco and some of his jokes Hi. and his zingers.
1: And what was it you had about the giant? Oh. I remember yeah. that. Like, even the evolution kid, of the giant. Even as a kid, I thought it was funny. Um, giant, Big Show, started coming to the ring at one point, smoking a cigarette. He would just smoke a cigarette and just walk to the ring, and it was very odd. And I remember Zabisco's call. It was so good. Well, yeah, at least it won't stun his growth. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great line. And Zabisco wasn't really known for zingers.
3: Not the time. But he, Because he took over Mongo's spot after Mongo joined right. the Horseman.
1: Well, let's talk about the revolving door of Nitro commentators. Because mm-hmm. originally, what was it? Shivani, Mongo, and Heenan. That's who it was in the beginning, as I
2: recall. Wasn't Bischoff commentating in the beginning? Oh, sorry.
1: Not Shivani. It was Bischoff. Yeah, was Bischoff. Yeah. Because
3: I think Shivani was still like your Saturday
2: night. Saturday night was still a thing. A yeah. big right. thing.
1: And oh, Mongo yeah. with all, with his finger up his dog's ass and mm-hmm. just like, Hold him.
3: Yeah. What was it from
1: that Norma Dahl movie, Dirty Work? You think he's got his finger up that yeah. dog's butt? Yeah. yeah, he totally has his finger up his ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so th- there was that, and then and then uh, Shivani came in, and then we got Mike Tenay, the professor. Yeah, and. Yeah, he was alright. I mean, he was so knowledgeable. I I'll give that's, him that. that's one thing. Like so knowledgeable,
2: a, especially with that new we've got these cruiserweights coming in. Great. Oh yeah,
1: he provided all that information. Yeah, you know, and that was the good stuff. And he was a great bouncing off point for Shivani. Yeah, like him and Shivani could. It they were so good together that Bobby Heenan kind of became an afterthought. Right, he was there just for the jokes. Right. And
2: those are the three I remember the most. I do remember Zabisco, but mm-hmm. those are the three I remember consistently. Is like my definitive like of the Monday Night Wars era. Those well, are yeah, that's what I, I remember.
3: Here's one thing I remember: Dusty, Dusty, okay, yeah. Dusty yes. Com- yes, 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 It was Shivani, Dusty, and Zabisco
4: mm-hmm.
3: are the ones that. I- and then Zabisco kind of goes away, and it's Dusty, Shivani, and Brain. Those Dusty and Brain, huh? man. Let me tell you, I wish. I wish that those two guys could commentate some of the stuff we see today. And I don't would mean be that in the jump on the hysterical. bandwagon. I just mean how <laughs> the, the work and just the. Dusty had one of my favorite lines because it didn't have a lot of lady wrestlers
1: oh.
3: in WCW. But you had Miss Jackie. Pride of, she, pride of Tennessee now, but it was Jacqueline and. and I think she was Jacqueline. Black lady with giant breasts from Wrestle for Royal Rumble 2000. If yeah, you that's Jacqueline. Yeah, Jacqueline. yeah, Jacqueline. Yeah. She was tough. She was booked tough as shit in WCW. I I don't even remember her. She went ham on somebody. It was on a nitro. And I just remember this because it's still one of the funniest things. Um, She jumps on some dude and starts tearing him up. I can't remember who it is. I think it's Jeff Jarrett when Jeff Jarrett is there with the striped shirt and the blonde hair. And Dusty goes, That's not a woman, baby. That's a man in a woman's suit. (laughs) And it was just, and he just called it. And it was like, his (laughs) stuff, because the dust, and I can't do it justice, there are very few people that can, but Dusty's accent and the way he spoke with some of the things he said would either make it so profound in the realm of wrestling or just overly comedic. Yeah. In a fantastic way. And that's one that I
1: always remember. That's a a great call. Um, Yeah, talking about, real quick, uh, them pulling uh, ECW talent. Uh, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, you name it, uh, and they pulled the right guys mm-hmm. all the time. They did pull one guy, who was not a good decision, and that was Sabu. Mm. I was
2: say Mikey Whipwreck. They they, they took did. him. I like Mikey Whipwreck. Mikey Whipwreck.
1: Mikey Whipwreck's whole point was to lose.
2: Yeah, Michael, Mike, Mike, Michael, Mikey.
1: Exactly. That's Mikey Whipwreck. Mm-hmm. But Sabu, when he almost, ki- I, you got to see it. Second episode of Nitro, he almost kills Alex Wright. Like, it's a brutal match. And granted, they would, like, eventually get... Which, I'm waiting for this to happen, but they got Sandman later on as Hardcore. Hardcore Hack. If you're a wrestler, you don't want your name to be Hack. And you certainly don't want to put that name on someone like the Sandman but that Frankensteiner from hell that he used to do from like the time. Right, yeah. the, the, the thing that was great about, yeah, Sandman was that he wasn't he was not a wrestler. Nope. No, he was, he was an entrance. No, he was oh, and what an entrance. And you take that song away, nope. It loses all of its power. Where to next with Nitro? <laughs>
2: um logo change? Uh, the logo, the music. the the old
1: set from the 90s, the early, you know, the, from, Oh, I love that set. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Nitro it. Nitro Girls. Nitro Girls. One thing that really set it apart. Yeah. Is it just, we're going across the break.
3: Da, 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 da mm-hmm. Just like here comes some synchronized dancing. Yeah. And then would have slowly start turning into characters that you knew and... Right. Hell, they had
1: a big part in the movie. hmm Oh, they were a plot point. They were a plot point.
3: Yeah.
2: Of course, with commentary, like one thing And, and this say is, or giving away, giving away finishes... Butts and seeds comment like there were some downsides to the mm-hmm. commentary as well. Even with sure, them. and it's sad because you know they're being fed. Well, and you need to do this and well, stuff like that.
1: See, that's weird. I I must not, I, I I've seen it on the network a million times. I don't remember them giving away raw results. Mm. I don't remember. I mean, I I know it happened. Yeah, but, but I actually have no memory of it. That's what you got to catch in those three minutes. But what I do remember is how and. In the early episodes, how they always, Mongo and Shravani. Heenan, not really. He did it a little. But what they did was they always talked about, not just this is where the big boys play, but this is the finest action that you'll see on Monday nights mm-hmm. You know, in, in, the, with the best competitors. And don't you dare change the channel. You heard this shit constantly. Mm-hmm. WWF didn't do that. They didn't tout it. You know, like I said, it was just a worldwide leader in sports entertainment. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. always heard that. And that was it. And I remember that was, even as a kid, that was a turnoff. And I was like, "Ah, I'm fully aware of the other company. I really like yours. Yeah. Just be your own company, which they did. But they would always have that chip on their shoulder that they didn't want to be number two. Yep. And I don't... I don't want to go into the ratings or anything. No, that's I don't just, think that's, that's necessary.
2: Just we're just talking Because um, those aren't memories. Those aren't memories. I and mean, you don't remember. I clearly remember they had a 6.8 that Monday. Go, out, with the, some of the, so let's talk about what other people have said. People have sent in to us. Um, I've, got, I've got the the one I was able to pull from the email here for it. Jason, what were some of the people that you talked to at work? Yeah, I mean, it was the, the We Gotta Go, the Abuse of Power, um... Couple people.
3: One thing it's kind of it wasn't on Nitro, but they remember Nitro parties. They that is would, a
2: huge deal.
3: Yeah, no, I don't I, remember that. I, I,
2: mm. I don't. I don't remember the specific parties. But I remember it was always a, it was a thing to do. Was they to have would have go a,
3: to. You could. You had to. They would come to your school. They were at, like because it was college level stuff. They would go to your college, and people were just you know the, obviously fraternity houses packed with people screaming. At Nitro parties. A big, multiple televisions. Nitro's on. Live feeds. Someone would be there. Like, generally it was like today or somebody's. Yeah. And it was a big thing. Like, it's it turned into, like, watching Raw. I remember, I, was, I like to watch this. Nitro gave you this whole, hey, it's a party. Yeah. You need to watch it
1: with
2: friends. That's a it's a good It's
1: like an interactive experience.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and, so. now, and now today, like... You don't it's have to too be. Much. You can still watch with your friends, Twitter, but yeah, yeah, that little Twitter, Twitter thing Twitter. at the bottom where those manufactured crap tweets. Yeah. Which I hate reading those. I, I love it. reading them because I get so mad.
1: I like it when they do it simply because I like seeing what match they're going to put it on. What match does WWE not find worthy enough to to be able to put this Twitter thing on? You know, and it's usually a Divas match or some shit like that. It's never a John Cena match. You never see that. So yeah, and and uh, and the tweets are awful. Oh, and, and, and so cr- I, I love when shit's misspelled. Yeah, that's always what I'm looking for. Is grammatical errors, as it goes by, like idiot, moron. That,
2: that's when you just gotta alert um, Chris Benoit. I the way I'm trying to say it on Twitter, because uh, he will uh, he'll find you. Mm-hmm. He'll get you if you if you take it if you take a picture mm-hmm. with a, a wrestling T-shirt on, and you look a little sketch. Don't put it on Twitter, because he'll find you. <laughs>
1: I am so glad you told me about that account.
2: Yep. No. <laughs>
1: yeah. No. This made me laugh for so long. And I've even zoomed in. Because <laughs> it's such a sweet picture. I know.
2: Utterly ruined. <laughs> it is one of the best accounts. And what I love about it is it, 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 it's in the worst taste but sometimes like you find humor in that it's it's it, it helps Easy, it's cathartic or go something. Yeah yeah. But um
3: I'm not going to go anywhere. The,
2: the 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 fun part about it is when people get really angry and try to say something back it's like you know what he's trying to you know what he's doing just if you don't oh. like it just can you Don't imagine to, how I, nitro would have been no. know, with Twitter and hashtags? Oh
3: hashtag NWO, hashtag NWO for life, hashtag NWO too sweet, hashtag too sweet. Jesus, it would be horrible. Um,
2: all right. So, any other? What other ones from Morgan? I mean, there was
3: just most of them because most of the people still lived around here, yeah. and a lot of it was they can't pull up because it'd be like, man, that it was always like Hulk Hogan and that guy. They they never know. because yeah. They they've forgotten, but they remember watching it with people and families. Right. Um, and then the abuse of power thing. That's really a lot. What about you guys?
2: Um, Jim Ashley wrote into us. Yeah, he gave us a list. I'm sure is going to be duplicated with other people and stuff, but he said, Hey guys, I figure I'd give you a list of memories from WCW Monday Nitro. I didn't start watching until 1998, right around the time the NWO had their, had their power struggle and split into NWO Hollywood and NWO Wolfpack. Yes, I realize I missed the height of the Monday Night Wars. Anyway... One of my first memories of Nitro was the night DDP and Carl Malone were headed to the arena driving a semi. That was pretty cool to see DDP and Malone get one up on Hogan and Rodman. Also, I remember the night Goldberg won the WCW, uh, WCW title from Hogan and having a take on Scott Hall earlier in the evening. Yeah. I'm glad because just just doesn't get enough attention. It's a, it's a damn good match. But um, I remember when Eric Bischoff had his fake Tonight Show set up. It was agonizing to watch. Oh, yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Can't forget the night the Four Horsemen returned in Greenville, uh, which was my first exposure to Ric Flair, and I was excited. I heard so much about him, and I was not disappointed. From that moment on, I became a huge Flair mark. Jim is actually, I think he's in Myrtle Beach, so he's not really. Yeah, that's not too far from us. I also remember uh, I also remember the, the day after Halloween havoc we haven't talked about this I, thank, you, <laughs> thank you thank you yeah. Okay, because I, I had it on the back burner on Nitro DDP won the WWS title for Bret Hart typical WSW fashion I'd rather blow my brains out Of course they showed the DDP versus Goldberg match from havoc in its entirety on Nitro because the pay-per-view went longer than the anticipated again in typical WCW fashion. That made me mad because I bought the bleeping pay-per-view Jets for that match. And I think a lot of a people did. A lot of people did. did. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Hogan Warrior. Hell no. Yeah. The night after Starcade when Flair beat Bischoff to gain control of WCW was awesome. I'll never forget marking out so much as Flair locked the figure four on Bischoff. One moment that still always sticks out to me is the finger-poked doom. It was stupid Goldberg stalking Miss stalking Elizabeth. Hogan running for president. Mm-hmm. NWO merging. Who booked Jesse that Ventura. crap? Jesse, <clears throat> Jesse Ventura. The night DDP lost the WWE title to Sting, which yeah. was a good match, only to get it back later on in a four-way match with Nash and Goldberg.
1: That's something. Holy so, yeah, that smokes. That's the one time I'll talk about ratings. Yeah. I remember that in, my, in Mooneyham's column. Yeah. Bischoff had guaranteed a ratings victory that night against Raw, and they'd been losing for a while. Yeah. And they said, we'll win tonight because the main event is like a four. DDP, Sting, Hogan, and... Uh, One other big name, like something like Flair or something, and WWE put on the shittiest main event. And like I told you, it was Bossman and Midian. It probably wasn't that, but it was something on the level of
3: just.
2: Is that not? It it could be. I'm not for sure. Is that Patterson and Briscoe in the main event? No, because
3: Patterson and Briscoe main event was one of the highest watched. And
2: and that, and that's what I was just trying to remember. Like, like I know it was in that area, 99. Yeah, i I have to. I'd have to
1: look it up. It was the shit main event. The fans were already gone. WCW didn't even come close. Not even for that segment. Yeah, yeah. Like the segment was way under WWF's main event. So that was just. I love that. I, I loved watch. You know when Bischoff would not have things go as well.
2: Oh, yeah. Jim brings up another good one. That was right around the time Randy Savage came back and had another one day reign, only to drop it to Hogan for the W with the WCW title. By that point, I was sick and tired of Hollywood Hulk Hogan, which we all were. Around October is when Nitro took a turn for the bazaar, biz- the and that's when Vince Russo and his powers-that-be gimmick took over, and I didn't like that. Of course, I was shocked to see Mayhem Jeff Jarrett on WCW TV less than 24 hours after he dropped the the, the IC, IC belt to China. Mm-hmm. To China, yep.
1: Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I still watched, but my memories of Nitro after that were uh, after that point were few and far between. The reboot Nitro from Denver made me wonder what was actually going on with WCW. Then less than a year later, Shane McMahon appears on Nitro to announce he bought WCW, which leads to the invasion angle taking a big, heaping, smelly, elephant-sized dump on a hot summer day in Charleston, South Carolina.
1: Now, do we want to talk about Final Nitro, or do you want well, to hold off
2: on that? We'll hold off talking about. I mean, we know I, all this stuff. We we're all very cognizant of all this stuff that you know is happening after <clears> our point in the timeline right now. But sh- you know,
1: I'll just say this: as shitty as WCW was at the end, and it was shitty. That final nitro, WWF involvement aside, is quite good. It's
2: very. Oh, I cannot wait. It's That'll very. That'll be a whole yeah.
1: separate episode for us. Yeah. Um. That's our last episode. While you're looking yep. up something else, real quick,
3: I remember when I was going back through, kind of researching to find out. Oh yeah, yeah, I do remember that particular website, sports website. Uh, their initials are BR. Don't bother the fact check or edit their content, because when they're going over some of the 25 most memorable moments in WCW Monday Nitro history, talk about how the four horsemen reunited in Greensville, North Carolina, on a date that's not even a Monday.
2: A typical, in typical BR fashion. And that's right. I just don't want to
3: accidentally say anything and pissing one off, but... That's I mean, fine. It happens a lot on that particular website. I that hate was it was one that's like that's not something that just happened. someone was typing I can speak the first-hand
2: experience on that. So uh, yes. yes. A list of
1: 25 where you have to flip through 40 pages.
2: I hate. Yeah. 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 I hate slideshows. I don't like them and when I got bullied into fucking writing them, I always I always got really pissed because I was like I just want to read a piece. I just want to read yeah. four or five paragraphs or in my case 12 <laughs> and then go home. I don't want to have to click and I'm sliding through and then, the damn pictures of i yeah. goddamn child. Yeah, and I also uh, hate. the, the
3: about the, that. The, the when it says they are 22 of 25, and the 25th slide is uh the
1: like the, just the first slide of the
3: next article for
1: the next article.
3: Yeah. yeah fuck
2: on. you. All right. Um. After that, yeah, I stopped Blu-ray. watching wrestling <laughs> regularly. I still don't watch regularly, but I do. I sure do enjoy watching old WCW stuff on the network, despite their dubbing and music, including them putting the Y2J theme as Jericho's theme while he's have they. Yeah, I've wondered why they
3: haven't done that for everybody. Song, like songs of some, he had like songs of summer, some something.
2: He had. Yeah. Um, I used to love Jericho. he had even flow. He had even flow. Jericho's song was a WCW crap version of even flow, and on the I network, remember his face song on the network now. It's Break the Walls Down, even though it's in WCW. It's so weird. It is weird to watch. Mm -hmm. But um, finally, sorry for the lengthy... uh, Oh, wait, wait. No, he gives us a good... After I stopped watching, blah, blah, blah. I watch on the network, and I listen to podcasts like The Ross Report... Steve Austin show and of course the New Blood Rising podcast. Right? Oh Fair damn, right.
1: that's that's great company.
2: Sorry for the lengthy email, fellas, but uh, lengthy email was, is a
1: lengthy podcast. Thanks <laughs> for sending it in. That's right. But it
2: felt good to relive WW Nitro, which I never made a point of missing, even during 2000-2001. And his final quote, I come from a highly educated university. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect, man. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you sending that, and we all do. Um, we got a ton. I mean. Honestly, like, you know, going through a lot of the ones that we received, we, you know, we've overlapped and talked about a lot of them, but um, any final closing kind of thought, you know, kind of have to wrap it up? Um, go ahead, Jason.
3: Oh, thank you. Um, it's just going back and looking at it, especially how we're covering kind of the end and where you know it's the end of something, and you're talking about all these these memories, and it's amazing that over a six-year run for lack of a you know, almost a six year run, that so many of the the same memories are the same. Yeah, like like universal, and and you hear some of the same things, not just about what was going on on the program, but what was going on in your life. And it's a nice thing to yeah. hear other people going, yeah. I mean, I watch it, especially the people here. I I don't watch it now, and it's like, why don't you watch it now? That's what you want to ask. And yeah. you're like, oh, because WCW sucks. Like, well, I've got a podcast for you, buddy.
2: If Nitro, uh, I don't think still ever gets enough due. It was still actually a pretty good product for the most part. When WWF, you know, did they, did they make all the right decisions? No, but these guys, they don't make the same. The they don't make all the greatest decisions either. But the thing is, they're in such a point now where they're almost that too big to fail kind of stage. WWF when
1: they when they talk about Nitro on Monday Night Wars doc or on TV or anything, in in hindsight, the only thing that they really say positive about it. Is that this was the show that made our show better? Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah. And W and Nitro was a lot more than that. Like it, it really was. People weren't. There wouldn't
3: have the numbers. I know we're not going to focus on the rings. There wouldn't be the numbers for Raw that no. without
1: those numbers for Nitro. Because if you look at the numbers, they were like in the twos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when Nitro first started, ninety-seven. Yeah, when it escalated well, it had sixes.
3: Yeah, when it's beating Monday Night Football. Yes. Like both programs. Yeah. It wouldn't have been, there would have been no reason for you to have to turn into that without competition. And I think that's part of the problem. Today. It was such a great
1: time. Yeah. To be a fan of wrestling and not only a fan of wrestling, but to be a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because this was something we talked about at school every single day. All, like, uh, a lot of. Pretty much, almost every good friend that I made in, in those years were wrestling fans, and, and it was because of the shit that was going on in WCW and WWF that we had something to talk about. Mm-hmm. And we would always talk. about I couldn't wait to talk about wrestling.
2: Sure.
3: Did you ever have just it's
1: a it's a external Monday Nitro
3: memory Tuesday at school
2: Tuesday was because yeah it was always like oh okay, did you watch this well I watched Nitro I tape Nitro I'm gonna watch it later but did you, and then we just swapped those are the good conversations yeah, yeah.
1: but but there were the people who were like. There were the at school, WWF people, WCW people. Yeah, and that was kind of you know. No, nah, I, I like both. Yeah, you know, I like both. And even when WCW was bad or WWF was bad, it was like, I wish they were better. And I was like, I wish they could pick it up a bit. I'm with these people now, but you know, I still miss th- when they were good. Yeah, yeah. Um, like th- th- it was, it was incredible. Now, granted, there, there was there seemed to be a bit of overexposure to wrestling. Kind of, like with how many shows that were going on at the time. Mm-hmm. But Monday nights, Monday was the day you hated because you had to go to school but, for five days. <laughs> but at the same time, if I can just get through this, yeah, I can watch wrestling. Yeah. I can, and I'll make it.
2: Yeah. Oh. It's, I still, like to this day, like I get really excited at the beginning of Raw because I still, like it, it sticks with me when the end of Monday would come and you got to go home and watch wrestling. That first segment... I'm always so excited about mm. for every single Raw. And a lot of times, you know, it it's just a, an authority promo or something like that. But still, like, because of When you the can see feeling, remnants. Yeah. It's that feeling, once again, of like, all right, what's, what's one going to do and the other going to yeah. do to counter it or something like that? In the end, like, th- you can't have the success of Raw without somebody pushing it, like Nitro. Right. And all these things we've talked about have really contributed to really was like a a very memorable show you know it may not have been the best show and granted we've talked about the pay-per-views we haven't talked about all the nitros and reading them some of them just sound dreadful but there were a lot of good times and there are a lot of good times and there are a lot of not so good times on raw nowadays as well so
1: but when a good time happens it's like when undertaker and brock had that bust-ass brawl yeah man it, it, it makes you feel like you did yeah when totally you were watching it back then because the, the way that you feel nowadays when you watch raw and, you, and something really gets you pumped and excited oh yeah it was like that every single week yeah. watching both of these programs sure and for a, for a while nitro was the better show and the those were good times
2: oh yeah completely agree yeah jason
3: I mean, it's the same thing. Like, I just love the the feeling. Like, you watch it now, and it's so hard. We're all jaded. We all are so into wanting to comment on it. Sometimes I find myself reading Twitter more than watching Raw. I generally <laughs> I watch it on a delay so I can fast forward to the stuff I don't care about. And I hate I hate that
1: I do that. Yeah, I, I know. do. Because but I have the, to. But back in the day, we had to watch it all. No, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, you could record it on tape and watch it later. But we didn't have DVRs yeah. back then. You if had you to wanted watch. to watch it, you had to be there. Yeah, right at that moment. And what's was cool
3: is the stuff you had. Made, you had to watch it all. Sometimes you saw things that weren't that everyone else wasn't saying. Oh, that's what you should see. You saw stuff you liked. Uh huh. Right. And Fuck everybody
1: else. Yeah, calling your friends in between for, uh, oh, for commercial breaks. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. You know, just like, no, this is great. I gotta, I gotta go. We're out of time. <laughs> yeah, they're back. <laughs> commercial breaks shorter than usual. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, that was like one commercial. <laughs> yeah. And this was also back in the time. I don't recall this too often, but uh, it happens a lot now. They didn't used to take a lot of commercial breaks in between matches. I don't remember that. I, I that also often.
2: I don't remember like that's why like in this new era is like I hate these commercial breaks during matches. That that's what I'm saying. Fucking drives me nuts. Yeah,
1: during right. in the middle of a match. And that's you can always terrible. tell when it's coming cuz Michael
3: Cole oh, like, the yeah. tone in his voice changes. Somebody right.
2: takes a spill to the outside usually. That's it.
3: That's the spot. can can Kofi Kingston keep it up. Yeah. We'll be back. Yeah. No, nope. and then he lost that match during the commercial.
1: Uh, yeah. That one time. And uh, and that always comes back from commercial. Someone's in a chin lock. Yep. Uh, and the ref. Okay, we're back. All right. All right. I need your help, people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that was fun. It's it's really fun to look back on it. And again, hoping in the future that there's more, you know, WCW stuff like Nitro that gets a little bit more play. Uh, I'm sure we'll be back in the future. So I'm gonna do the Ni- the Thunder retrospective. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Oh, man. That's... What's your
3: favorite memory of Thunder? <laughs>
2: uh. Like movies both. for guys who like movies. I was, on that's right exactly Awesome that <laughs>
1: <time. laughs> But um, oh,
2: so next time you're gonna catch up with us, will be with Halloween Havoc. When it comes out, we'll see. But it'll be soon enough. Though. We'll come back with Halloween Havoc. Uh, yeah, once as we talked about Fall Brawl, first time we get to repeat. A pay-per-view. We get to compare it now. Yep. Yeah. Well, it can only get better <clears throat> compared to that shit.
3: Since this is coming out Labor Day weekend, right before we're, we're gonna. Do you want to release it on? Yeah, that Saturday. It's coming out September fifth. Okay. Um, if they don't do anything about it, if you're listening to this at that time, fucking RAW that sun that Monday, RAW twenty, or Nitro twenty. Sorry. Yeah. Do it. Nitro twenty. It was yeah. on a Labor Day. it's Fucking Labor Day. Yeah. Blow up their Twitter. Nitro 20, hashtag Nitro920 at
2: Nitro20. That's it. On. Hashtag Nitro20. There it is. So, um. It was only
3: on the air for six years. Isn't that crazy? Six long agonized. No, My advice was on the no, I'm just
2: <laughs> um, The podcast is at New Blood Pod. I'm at William Rankin83.
1: I am at CM underscore staff.
3: I am at the Jason Keesler, and this shot is for you, Nitro.
2: We'll see you at night. Uh, Halloween Havoc 2000 <laughs> at mayhem. It's got some fault. Uh.
3: At mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> I am a loaded sexist. Halloween
2: Havoc 2000 Nitro 20.